On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Gold Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris. Sitting next to me, as always, the uh, beautiful. Oh, oh, can I okay, can I okay. introduce you? Okay. The beautiful, the amazing, the illustrious, the awesome. Lisa. Awesome. Hey, shouts to the Miz on that one. How you doing, Lissa? It's Lissa. Okay. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Why's your voice so loud? Because I'm naked. Oh, hi. Oh, oh curly. curly like that. Um, if you did not, if you heard the very beginning of us talking, you might have heard us come in on the podcast and you heard Lissa go, I am. And then like I introduced us. Uh, Lissa's, I asked her, are you ready to start recording? And she said, I'm a little drunk. So if she spits off in the mouth and it sounds stupid. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. I... I didn't realize one glass of wine would do it to me, and I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little foggy. So, excuse me. I have to say, in my three months where I cut out alcohol, I really, really missed it. I yeah, really I missed did. it. So it's quite nice to be able to drink again. I didn't miss it as much as you did, mm-hmm. but um, here I am. I'm back. So. But I will say I missed it also because it's summertime. Mm. Because I'm able to sleep. Well, you did in a little bit. You I know. quit in June. You're you're. you're but I didn't really start ended. drinking uh-huh. until the summer. Like mm-hmm. I had a glass of wine here and there, but I didn't really start drinking scotch again mm-hmm. until the summertime. So it's nice to be back. Well, I apologize in advance, everyone. Disclaimer. I say that just stands for good talking <laughs> back and forth. I think it's going to be an entertaining podcast. With that being said. With that being said, we do want to discuss the fact that we are frivolous, lighthearted producers of content. You know, our bucket list is about pushing us outside of our comfort zone and doing crazy things sometimes, pushing pushing us outside of our comfort zone. And humanity, I think, is really at the core of what we do. I don't know if you have that same take, but... um, it's hard to to be frivolous and lighthearted and fun when dozens of people are murdered. Yeah, for those who are listening to this um, right now, today's date is August 4th. And <clears throat> unfortunately, in the last 48 hours, we've had two really bad shootings in America, mass murders. I mean, it's you, typical. That's what's uh, Well, hold on. Let's get to that in a second. Uh-huh. Um, the first one happened in El Paso, Texas at a Walmart. And the second one happened, I'm not quite sure where, in Dayton, Ohio. But uh, I believe like 12 people or, or so were killed. And so to your point, it is very um, – our job when we get on this thing is just, you know, to have fun with what we're doing and kind of keep, keep you guys up to date with what's going on with our lives and stuff. But – it's really hard to focus on being funny or just mm-hmm. being in a joking manner when, unfortunately, we have another tragedy in America. Well, I mean, beyond the beyond the mass shootings, <clears throat> excuse me, beyond the mass shootings, I mean, something, we're both on top of the news, and nearly every day something happens that catches our attention as far as uh, negativity or racism coming out of the White House. And, um, you know, it's always on our minds. And it's hard for me sometimes. I, I post things on our Facebook page despite the fact that that stuff is happening because I don't want to, you know, we're, we're obviously socially conscious people but that's not all we are and but it is kind of hard sometimes to not speak out against certain things 
when we feel so passionately about them and instead post something that's maybe more, you know, it's a goal we completed, so it is relevant, but at the same time, it's like I, f- I feel like I'm not speaking out when I should, but is this the platform? So I'm, my point is it's, it can be com- conflicting. I feel conflicted sometimes when I totally ignore certain things that are happening. Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm raw. I'm no. In that case, I'm I'm. But the you opposite. don't post on our Facebook page, so right when I post, like, yay, we visited this one place, mm-hmm. and you know, Baltimore is described as a rat-infested city. Um, it's kind of like. <laughs> Like I want to speak on it, but I I can't. So I just it's it's but so, sometimes but I can sometimes it is relevant because we have you know I try to stick to our bucket list. We protested for marriage equality. That was relevant because we, it was on our bucket list to protest. Yeah, but you know what? List. I think we. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think we protest for equality. So when you hear certain things like that, you know, coming from the White House or coming from people who are just blatantly racist. Um, I think it is our job to speak out and say something. Now, I don't care if it's related to our bucket list or not. I I really think it's time for everybody but to call out crap. Then we would be doing it every single day. I understand what you're saying, but there's a time and a place for it. And if you, you know, if you wake up and you see something that might, you know, hit you a little bit harder in the morning and you want to post about it, if it doesn't relate to our bucket list, who cares? It's like whatever moves you at that point. Yeah, but and I think the reason why we are where we are right now in this country is because not enough people have said anything. Well, I have I think that it can add to the noise if it's not if it's not a unique point of view or doesn't move the conversation forward, so that's why I often refrain. And two, I try to focus on posting things that are more not naively posting them, but that are more uplifting, that are yeah. heartwarming, that are that that in, increase our humanity and connection to other humans and our oneness instead of separating us. Well, that's... and also being a um, what's it called? Like another another forum for some a message to get out. Yeah. Well, two points here. One, um, I, I get the uplifting thing. Uh, there's just so many times where it's really tough to be up, uplifting, and I don't want to be. Well, you, I don't. I know. I know what you're saying. You're the one who posts on the Facebook. I get that, but sometimes it's like when you try to be uplifting all the time. Meanwhile, you know, twelve people get murdered. It's hard to just like read like, well, why aren't you guys talking about right. the tragedy right. of you're just, just happened? And then the the other thing I was going to say is, we also have a very unique situation. Not unique, but like. We're an interracial couple and not, there's not a lot of people, you know, a lot of our friends are not in an interracial couple. So they don't see what it's like, you know, maybe from a black standpoint, mm-hmm. or they don't see what it's like to be in that situation. And so the way I hear something might be different from the way you hear something. And so it's us reacting to that. Mm-hmm. And so it's, Kind of going back to what we were talking Our, about. A point of view that is unique, yeah. you're saying. It's just really tough to be happy, go lucky, when literally almost every three days there's another mass murder involving guns in this country. And we're just so stupid as a, as a society that we don't care. We just, as a whole, I feel like we... We just hope we cross our fingers that it doesn't happen to us or someone we know. And you know what? And I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something that some people are going to be like, "That's gross." But every single time there is a uh, you know a murder like that, I seek out the video. And I know that sounds Mm. terrible, but I seek it out and I watch whatever I can because I never want to be desensitized to it. Like every time I see something like that, it still hits me. It it shakes me to my core to hear these terrifying gunshots and feeling so terrible for these people and the fear that must be going on in their body and their family members and i just feel like now people read it and i've worked with people who are like oh man there was another shooting today and it's like man you think the skins are going to have a good game this weekend and it's like are you talking about football right now when there are people dying 
from these senseless guns that are available for people, but readily the, available. The problem is that beyond beyond the the gun issue, that you can't. It's hard to get. You you would feel the emotion of every single tragedy that happens. So like, there's a part of me that understands the 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 protective nature. Like you want to protect your heart in a way, so you be, end up becoming callous about things. But mm. I think that our our collective callousness is also why things continue to happen because we 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 aren't courageous or shook shooken shaken shaketh Shooketh. enough to to keep our politicians accountable and or those who should be doing uh the protecting to yeah. to be accountable i mean I, I think as you get older we all develop you know thick skin and you become you callous to, to a lot of things i understand that because like, you see the world for what am it is i, am I, I supposed to feel everything and i think in these situations you should feel everything i, I just it's so frustrating for me looking at our elected leaders and i i met at both sides in this case and i'm gonna explain why i met at both one i'm remit i'm mad at republicans because they're clearly bought and paid for by the nra two i'm mad at democrats because they should stop everything and say we no longer do anything we vote on nothing until we figure out gun reform laws why the next closest what, country what that are has we mass doing? shootings has like three or four mass shootings we have a year two, where we, we have over 200 we have 250 to date today. right now and like the closest one that you would even say that's like remotely to our standards would be like three and that brings up a whole bigger issue and i'm just going to say my piece really quick about the second amendment Fuck the Second Amendment. I hate guns. I can't stand guns. In today's society, for the most part, I'd say about 95% of Americans do not need guns. You don't live in a neighborhood in which you're fearful of someone's going to break down your door and rape and kill your children. You don't need a gun. The only reason why you want a gun is because A, it makes you feel like a badass, or B, because you like hunting. I don't think guns are even necessary in today's society, so I hate guns, deplore guns, I hate the Second Amendment. I hate anyone who says, I support the Second Amendment, but I think we should, I, I can't stand any of that. But I understand it's one of our laws. So most, it's, it's quite, it's a quite I, I understand important that, one. Yeah, I understand that many people love them. I'm not, also, uh, my personal opinion is I don't think we need them, but I, I get why it's still there. It's fine, whatever. I'm not saying, you know, guns are impossible. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying that it is such a small issue and, you know, we should have known at the, you know, with Sandy Hook, unfortunately, all those kids were killed. We should have known at that moment when we didn't pass anything for, you know, universal background checks and how easy it is for, for people to get guns. Children. We knew, we should have known then that nothing was going to get done. Yeah. Nothing. Um, and also just thinking about the Second Amendment, <sighs> I am obviously no expert, but to reconsider certain things that are you know they were created with the lens of the 1700s and yeah. we're in 2019 now and i think it's fair to to audit to reassess yeah. the meaning of it and i don't think that our founders um th wanted to implement the second amendment because you know to to make sure that someone had access to guns over the safety of like children you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's it seems like, well, that's my that's my thought, and I I it is a fairy tale to believe that one would really ever need uh need a gun, and the many studies have been shown to prove that is actually in a mass shooting situation, let's say, that you know you're more likely to talk someone down from mass shooting than someone a good guy with a gun who happens to be in the same place now. You know, for law enforcement to have it, of course. Like, of course, of course like, law enforcement should have guns. Of course, they should be the ones who have guns. And then you have but, the other side that will say, well, what if law enforcement, you know, are crooked and they want to do something to you? It's like they have billions right, of guns right. and like, ammunitions. You have 15. You're, you're How do you not think this going is to play overthrow out? a tyrannical government yeah. because you are you have a bunch of like You want my gun? Come guns. try to take it. And be like... All when right, I'm pretty sure they can. Militarized, or our police force can be. So um, I I have not, I did not grow up with guns. I did not use them. I, far from it. I have no military in my family. 
And so I, I don't have an experience. I don't have the, uh, the experience that many people do. However, I've tried to hear, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into this, but my point in my point in saying this is I have yet to hear a reason for why we sh- why citizens should have guns that is more important than the the a life. So I'm I, I have I've heard many reasons for why and I still can't understand how any of them trump my right to live or a 5-year-old's right they to don't. live or and yet somehow they do. But you can't talk sense to some people like that no matter what reason they get like they can they're going to give you reasons and none of them are going to be acceptable for you and i don't want them to perish because of gun violence either so it's like it's not just me it's i don't want their kids to die in a school shooting like i yeah i I know what my family member members i have plenty of family members with guns mm -hmm. um and of all the people i know there might be maybe a percent maybe 2% that may feel comfortable with a gun in their house because of the neighborhood in which they live in and someone could break into their house, whatever, and then protecting their children. I, But I know a ton of people with guns and none of them, like I said, with the exception of that, maybe that 2% would ever need them. Sure. Ever need them. Sure. But I guess it, it doesn't make a difference in this, and given our laws, it doesn't make a difference why they need it or for, for what reason, it is by law their right to have one, which is, again, it's like, can we whittle this down into figuring out, like, why we are so obsessed with having something that statistically probably won't help us out in many situations? Like, it's not going to serve us in any way other than being a safety net, like a feeling of some type of emotional safety net. And also by having one, to me, that tells me that you're fearful, you're scared. And um, there's, you know, that, and that's kind of where all I, all I need to know, like, yeah. why are you, why are you so scared? So it's, it's more of a, it's, it's beyond just having the gun it's like why do you feel the need to have one what are you so scared about and maneuvering I, this world that so the likelihood of things, things won't happen to yeah. you we haven't even talked about like the type of guns sure. like the i don't know anything about them well i'm talking about like the ak-47s and the you know guns that should be strictly for the military or anything like that we haven't even started talking about the illegal guns and the uh bump stocks or whatever they call them or whatever um one of my goals was the last year or the year before that, was mm-hmm. to fire a gun. And that was one of the most uncomfortable things. Again, our goal rush is about put it, pushing us outside of our limit and seeing what we can, you know, deal with. And I did not want to do it, but I wanted to see the other side. And shout out to one of our friends who made that possible. He took me to a gun range. And the first time I shot that gun, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. I hated it. It was just, it's terrifying. And, you know... We live in a state that people can walk around with guns. Open carry. Yeah, open carry state. And I don't know about you, but if I'm walking in a Target and some dude is walking around with a gun, I'm sorry, that makes me nervous. And I want everyone, I'm pull a uh, time to kill here. You think about a guy walking around and immediately if someone pictured that person, they thought that he was white. You if would he, be right. Exactly. <laughs> if you did, however... See a minority with a gun. I've never in my life seen I one. hear you. But if you did, and I'm not saying me, but if you did, I'm telling you the Cops most people would feel a little uneasy. If they were if they felt easy with someone with the open carry, you know, a white guy, it'd be a little different if a black guy was walking around with a gun attached to his hip. And it's just and now we have we haven't talked about race with that whole thing, but I hate them. I hate guns. I can't stand, you know, it seems like every single day I'm looking at some innocent people um, dying because of guns. Unnecessarily dying as a result of, and whatever the motivations are, yeah. these people, if, if, if these people who have, who are the problem, not the guns, let's say, then why are we, why is access so easy? Like, yeah. it's, the, it's, it's, a, ahead, it's just sorry. a, it's domestic it's, terrorism. Yeah, uh, it seems well, to be the same. Well, I know it seems to be the same type of person who is, 
killing people. You guys can do the math. Uh, you can see in which this guy in El Paso wanted to went in to kill Hispanics because they were invading, that word invading um, his country um, used by other politicians. Um, that, t that type of rhetoric gets people killed. And unfortunately, it's happening now. And it is really frustrating to sit back and be so helpless because there's, you know, we protest, right? Um, mm -hmm. Protesting only goes so far. Right. You get mobilized, you do certain things. Unfortunately, it's like giving medicine to a dead person. You cannot talk to someone who doesn't want to hear from you. So if I'm protesting, let's say, a senator or a president who believes that guns should be as free as they are now, it does nothing. Sure. It's like we're just wasting time and effort doing, you know, right. protesting, but nothing happens. Well, nothing is happening because they are being paid to do nothing. Of Inaction course. is the ultimate goal of course. when money is being thrown into this area so that we have no, like, we create these, like, well, maybe we should do this crazy idea. It's like, n how about we do something that another country has already done to reduce firearm deaths? And instead we come up with, like, this wild idea, like, let's arm teachers. Like, yeah, Tony, you're yeah, sorry that's that. not yeah, going to, adding it. more guns to the mix is not going to to solve this. But that's exactly the type of distraction right. Which, by that the way, they sorry. are paying yeah to sorry if i spit on you <laughs> they're paying for that inaction like that yeah. and we it's like we're we are trapped in those who mo a majority of americans want response want reasonable gun control but there's just too much money in it to, to not move the at least to not move the needle and the only thing like you know i not just with this issue, but with most issues, all issues, I used to turn to Facebook to just like reshare a story or, you know, express my indignance over something. And I realized that because of my, my echo chamber, it's ineffective. And I instead now don't even bother posting any, except for today, I should say, don't even bother posting anything on social media. And instead I just text my representatives and let them know how I feel. So it's a twofold benefit to me and then the world, of course. One, I get out my frustration, and two, I'm getting out my frustration at the people who can make the change. And then as a result, I'm not adding to the noise. I'm My noise, let's say, is being uh, directed at those who can make the difference. A couple things here. I, I don't really don't like it when you say the noise because it is noise when people spew off stupid things that are uneducated and not researched. Yeah. But what you post or what I would post would be something that is researched. So it's not necessarily noise. And I think that's where people, not you, I'm not saying you give up. But no, like you when, can. Pe when people say, uh, well, it's just too much noise. It's like, well, that means you need to turn that up. You need to be louder than what the other people are saying because unfortunately, people do get their news from Facebook and they read something and it's like, well, it's on Facebook, so it's got to be true. Yeah, but and that's it's like, no, 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 no. That's no. not my role here on earth is I'm not to saying inform that's your role. people, I'm my not, friends. Nope, it is, I understand that. I get it. So if, if by me not posting something, they're not being aware of it, then like that's on them, not me. Yeah, but, but I personally, I just personally feel overwhelmed. I feel like yeah. I am only adding to the noise because I am not an expert in anything and instead of adding to the noise I am but you don't revolting. have to you don't have to be an expert to know that something is racist I, you I, don't have to be an expert to understand that something is wrong I get it I, I get it but There's I no still expert. I still feel as right I mentioned right, wrong, in other podcast overwhelmed by yeah, no nothings yeah, I get and that. I don't want <clears> to <throat> contribute because though I might I might know something about something mm -hmm. What is that going to do by sharing that with people? No, no, now hold on. Now I get that. Let's say someone, someone, one of your friends might have posted something stupid. You responding to them is wasting your time. That's what I'm saying. That is one thing. I'm talking about you posting something uh, on your own. I'm not saying. I, yeah, but I don't 
I have no interest in monitoring a conversation or no, moderating. I, get that. I've been there I also before. have Trust no me. interest in I feel like it's a better use of my frustration mm-hmm. and time to to share my the issue with yep. my representatives. No, I I completely understand and I get that. Um and there are plenty of other people. This is my other thing. Plenty of other people who are saying things that are much more eloquent than what I am saying and are nailing it. And yeah, I am not. I am not that person. So I. You don't have to be that person. I. But I. 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 There are already plenty of people doing that, and I. That it's just like not my place. People are doing it much better than I am. So it's like that's. I don't need to add, again add. <sighs> I don't need to add a mediocre version of what they're saying. But. Okay. We just disagree on that because I understand what you're saying, but there are some people, let's just say, for example, I don't know, maybe a a cousin of mine who might follow you and they see something that you may post and maybe you are the only person that posts that. They look up to you and they'll therefore they will see something and learn something from what you're saying. Yeah, but again, that's not my responsibility. I didn't say that's a responsibility, but... At the end of the day, it's kind of all of our responsibilities. And this is why we are where we are right now. Yeah, and I've chosen to focus my energies in places that I feel are more productive and more effective. I hear you. Um, Anyway, you know, unfortunately, I'm not going to speak on the Ohio shooting because I didn't see it. It happened so late last night. I just heard about it. Um, I did see that the, uh, the guy in El Paso was captured. Um, interesting, Mm -hmm. shooting people, and he was captured, not shot. Uh, He was white. Uh, And, yeah, so that string just continues of white people shooting people and getting captured and not killed. Not saying he should have been killed, because I'm not saying that at all. I don't feel that way. It's just, uh, it gets into race, and it's really frustrating. I I will say this one thing. Um... Way back, a couple of years ago, when Dylan Roof, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Went into Charleston. That, yep, church. South Carolina church and killed those um, people who were praying. Um, he was captured, of course. And the police, he said he was hungry, and the police officer stopped by Burger King to give him a sandwich. Are you 100% sure about that? Yep. Okay, well. 100% sure. That pisses me off to this day. It's, I think about it every day. It's amazing that uh you know you can be your your skin color can be a greater threat than someone who's actually killed someone you know you're treated you're treated worse off than though than someone who's actually actually shot and killed people yeah but that, you know, saying all this, and weren't trying to spend that much time on it, but, you know, unfortunately, well, actually, you know, fortunately, when something like this happens, it still affects us the way it does. And I'm thankful for that because I think people have become too desensitized. And I am thankful that it still hits me mm-hmm. hard every single time I see it. I don't care if it's one person uh, at, compared to 10. It sucks. And as I mentioned in my speech that I gave a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was, that shit happens. Mm-hmm. This is, this. I would qualify this as shit, but it, despite shit happening, we still enjoy celebrating life and we will continue to. And what we do is what gives us joy. And, and I'm, I want to go back to how I mentioned about like posting uplifting stuff on our Facebook page. I don't, I don't, post it for the sole purpose of uplifting but i think that there we get a um a skewed view of what's actually happening in this world and what's around us when we only focus on the negative so i kind of look at it as the things that i post are a way of elevating some of the, some a lot of great things are happening and they get buried because no that that i yeah i appreciate that because, because you, you, there are a lot, yeah, there's a lot so of So many good things, things are buried, yeah. and as I'm sure we've talked about before. Negative news is the, sexy. The negative news, humans believe yeah. in negative news 
over positive. That's why people they, get lost in Twitter and they think yeah, that's the way the world is. Not, and it's like, it's not like that and at I all, folks. I heard a fact recently, and I might, I'm going to butcher Please the number, but only 2% of those who are tweeting are pushing out 80% of the tweets. So again, kind of a skewed view of what's actually, it's not a good representation of what's actually happening. I, I understand if you're 16 years old and you think that Twitter is real life, but if you are 18 or older, 17 even and older, and you think that Twitter is the way the world works and that's what people actually feel, then you really need to check yourself because that's not life. And cops spot Dylan Roof Burger King hours after Charleston shooting. I just well, wanted to look it up real quick just to confirm. Cool. But yeah, it's... That's, like I said, if I ever think about shootings, I think about that. And it roughly goes by like every day I think about it. And it pisses me off. Anywho, um, we don't like mass murders. Is he? I think that that's <laughs> is where the moral everyone story. is coming from. But the problem is, like, we all have the same goal. Like, that is the same we all want the same thing. It's just how we get there yeah, but, is where uh, we disagree. See, I, this is I, I, I wanted to wrap this up, but I think that's I think that's wrong because I think there are some people who are very much complicit because they, like they you said, they do nothing. Wow. So by you doing nothing, you can't tell me that you want these sure. to stop. Right. Because guess what? If you don't do anything, it's going to continue to happen. So, no, I don't believe that everybody wants that. Because hmm. if they did, they would do something. Hmm. I don't care if it's like, let's just say you, everyone comes together and they say, okay, universal background change. Maybe yeah. that doesn't solve anything, but damn it, it's something. Something, but we don't. We're but, doing nothing. Because yeah, that's how, that's how we're, what's what was supposed to be. That's, well, it's that's, been engineered that that's, way. But that's why I'm saying that, no, I don't believe that everybody wants it to stop. Common people because at the same time no i don't because i I think that some people think well you know what if there's a shooting guess what happens more people go out to buy guns because now they're afraid so now more people are buying guns and now more people are terrified i went to walmart today and i swear to god i was like anxious like it's gonna happen in our walmart like it could happen anywhere i can walk the dogs and get shot but for some reason it's like the fact that i'm going someplace and i'm terrified terrorism mm-hmm. it's 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 sad so we want it to stop i hope there's you know people come together and get it done but you know i unfortunately i don't see it i just don't see them coming together and trying anything well in the meantime i will join the city council in Manassas to try to change things. Okay, so that's the end of the serious part of this conversation. Your segue is fucking garbage. That was so bad. Uh, You're so bad. Okay, so the way we ended, thanks for listening to our 30 minutes of why we hate guns, but... Or how about 30 minutes of heartbreak? There you go, on a very special edition of I mean, ultimately, that's what it is. It's yeah, not a political it's thing. It's No, you're, you're right. It, it absolutely is not political. But unfortunately, the way we move today, it seems like everything is political. But um, we ended last uh, week's podcast off with Lissa's story about um, her applying to be a part uh, temporarily of the... Interim City Council. Yes. Damn. Okay. I just ahead. wanted to make sure that you, you got it. I wasn't okay. sure if you were aware because so you didn't know my title. My I'm going title to let well. Lissa tell her story and I'm going to get more coffee. Uh, go. A couple of weeks ago, I saw on a local news source posted, do you want to be on the interim city of uh, Manassas City Council? And I, it was the day that they were ending the application, the applications. And I was like, you know what? I, I do. I do want to be on the interim city council. One of our city council members is leaving to go move to a different state. I have been talking about getting into more involved in government and local politics slash local government for the past few years it's been on my bucket list and i uh i met up with the mayor a few years ago who guided me on my my quest to become more involved which which resulted in me be 
adding, becoming on the board or adding whatever the word is, which resulted in me joining the Social Services Board of Manassas. So anyway, it's again been kind of in the back of my mind and something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I, I, I wasn't sure if I should actually run for something because I don't think that, I, at least I'm not sure if that's the way that I should go about facilitating change. Uh, I'm, you know, kind of, I'm ultimately a project manager during the day, so, or have been in the past, this job maybe less so, but I like to get things done and I realize that being involved in the government, that's like the last place that you can kind of get things done. It just takes forever and I don't have the patience. So anyway, it was kind of a dilemma of my soul trying to figure out what I want to do. How can I, how can I facilitate the most change and what capacity can I facilitate the most change? So I saw this ad and I signed, uh, I filled out the application and I, uh, probably a week or so after that got an email that said that I was going to be one of the, I was scheduled to, to interview with the city council on whatever date it was. And, uh, I, I, we were in Colorado at that time. So I emailed them and said, is there any way I can Skype in or FaceTime, you know, because it is 2019. So, or what have you. And their response was, no, you're, you would, you would, you are required to be there in person and asked me if I wanted to withdraw my name. And I said, well, if there is no flexibility. You have no choice. Now I'll fly back. <laughs> be there in a little bit. If there is no flexibility and no technical capability for me to call in, even though that's pretty much how international interviews and even domestic interviews. Or any <laughs> place, if you are, you know, come on, give me a break. Go ahead. So um, I had to withdraw my name and I was disappointed because... Uh, oh, one thing I should mention is this interim position was interesting because I didn't have to run for anything. I didn't have to, you know, raise money. It was just like, well, appointed. you're appointed by the city council. It was almost like I could get a little taste of it. I don't feel co- – that's another reason why I don't want to enter politics is I don't feel comfortable raising money, and I think that that's kind of bullshit. And of I, uh, you know, I guess that's, that's where it ends, but – um, so yeah, I had to withdraw my name and I reached out to, a, one of the, the council woman who serves on my social services board and just told her how I was disappointed and that, that, you know, there's already too many barriers between engaged citizens serving their local government or community and technology shouldn't be one of them given how connected we are so she responded back to me um and said she agreed and she would try it she's new so she would try to work on it but it was like this is a really weird like manassas is 30 something miles outside of dc like we are not some small town and Mm -hmm. to behave like we're some small town is such bullshit. Like we all have access to yeah. all of the technology we need. Now, if it's some like weird rule in the, you know, ever and it's just it's it annoys me that that yet another thing. Like it's already hard enough again, like I said, for people to engage locally, you know, whether it's the commute, whether they have kids, like it really it really prevents younger people from participating people who have long commutes people have kids and you notice that many people who are in 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 the government are older and mostly male at this point still so it's obviously like a, a, a problem in getting the ones who you want to be more engaged in government to be more engaged in government so anyway their loss yeah it's frustrating like i i said you should have burned the whole system down if we were over in uh, Denver, and I was so upset because there's no excuse why, at the very least, they could have, you know, said, they could have said, well, it doesn't help your cause or your case, but we'll take a phone interview or just something. But the fact that they said, you have to withdraw your name because you're not going to be there, even though these are plans that you had already made months in advance. Now all of a sudden, it's just it's so crazy. It's it made them look really bad, 
And no, not it, really. No. Only to us. No, it, yeah. Well, it makes them look really bad. And it's very clear why they don't have anyone except for the same people go for certain positions. Um, and how, like you said, the youth don't feel like they're important and how they're never involved. And, like, I, I want to be able to serve the community in which I live, even though I work I commute four hours every day, let's say. Like, it's most of the people I'm guessing who serve on the council are all living in Manassas. And I don't think that that's an accurate representation of Manassas citizens. I think because of our proximity to the nation's capital, a lot of citizens from Manassas are working for the federal government, are working for contractors. So, like, for those for us to not be able to participate what are you doing okay he's putting whiskey in his coffee that's disgusting for those who are in this situation like not all of us live within walkable distance from the the city hall like it's just as a it's just another barrier and it's frustrating as it someone super. who is involved in a lot of organizations that are trying to encourage people to be more involved in democracy because democracy is not a spectator sport. And then this type of stuff, ha this type of stuff happens. Yeah. First oh. off, it was scotch. I'm sorry to put that in. But you know, you're right. And I think, I do think that they're going to change their practice now. They have no choice. They literally have to, excuse me. Um, they have to change because I think they look I think they're probably embarrassed. What do you think? They no one no one's holding them accountable. No, so but you said the new no person. They out. probably were like, you know, we probably should adapt to the times because Well, you'd think. How, how about one of you just call my phone from your cell phone and you all that's just That's what I said, have a phone interview and I then know. everyone you put on speaker if that's the technology you guys it's have, but come kind on. Of crazy, but um so that's my unsexy story for why uh, someone who will remain nameless, but if you want to, you can look at our Facebook page. They said, was it because they found out about you eating edibles in Denver? <laughs> that would be a better reason. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Why... So, wait. So, the reason why you could not yeah, be they, a part of saw... the city council is because you did something that was legal? Well, yeah, something is legal in okay. another state. All yeah, right. just joking gotcha. about it. That's like saying, well, you... Oh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. So... um my my attempt to be even more involved um, is particularly on a governing body is uh, sidelined a bit for now because of technology because of Manassas and its inability to uh, accept technology. I don't know. It's unfortunate, but mm -hmm. that's just something right now. Yeah, like meanwhile we can hologram like Tupac into a concert. But we can't FaceTime someone for an interview. In the oh, we City no, Council. we can. But exactly, I don't think Manassas City Council is really putting Tupac like, on in their. Uh, I'm just concerts. saying. Like, I'm just no. I'm just saying like they. We can. We have the I technology know, to I hologram know. Of someone. I get what you're saying. But yet we can't. I can't do an interview over the phone interview with someone. Yeah. To get a position that's an interim position. Well, that's just the first step. We'll see what happens in the years to come. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? I want to talk about, for those who don't know, in 10 days, 10 <gasps> days, it will officially be Lissa's birthday. She will be, she will be 36 years old. 36 years old. You're not supposed to share a old. woman's age or something. Some right. like old I'm not. I'm bullshit. telling your birthday. <laughs> a lady. <laughs> anyway, uh, she'll be 36. So... We went from, you know, when we first met each other, it was like the birthday, the actual day was really special. Well. And then it kind of went to. That's not true. Well. I know where you're going with this. It's funny because in our podcast notes, it says. Yeah. My birthday month underline. And then it says. Nay. Year. Year. So what I was saying <laughs> is correct. <laughs> but it's it's become more so. Not just a day, but we like to celebrate. At least that person gets the week. They get a week. I will take as much as I possibly can. I will I will say that I have often used my birthdays. I've reserved them to 
to get you to do some things that I've always wanted to do, Mm -hmm. but you will not do them unless it is my birthday. So because of that, I think that that's why my birthday has extended. (laughs) Also, I prefer the days leading up to my birthday. I do not particularly like like, your birthday. Like my birthday. I tell me about it. Yeah. So um, also. I'm a Leo, and apparently Leos like to be the center of attention and think they are the center of attention. That is but not you. Everyone hates them. <laughs> yeah, but that's not you, though. You don't I, like to be the center of attention ever. Um, we could get into this. I have my moments. I don't like to be this. I like to be certain people center of att- centers of attention. Center of attention. Okay, give it to me. Yours. Well, clearly, I like you're my be, alpha and omega. I like to be the dog center of attention. Hmm. That's fleeting. Mm, don't Sorry. Talk, don't talk about. No, I'm saying it's fleeting because injured dog. Oh, you're talking about Curly, and yeah. he loves you more now. Yeah, um, he's always loving you. Anyway, more, but now he's so just showing more. I also really like to do new things around my birthday, and that started definitely like years ago. Mm-hmm. Don't tell people what we're doing. I won't, but I'm. We we'll will be. Explain it later. We will hopefully be taking a journey because of uh, to complete some bucket list items around my birthday because completing a bucket list item on my birthday is one of my absolute favorite things yeah that's great and which is like though we it's funny because you say that i want to celebrate my birthday for a long period of time Mm -hmm. you say you do but yet you don't do anything on your birthday and that's how i celebrate it that's exactly how i celebrate it by staying hermit Hermit yeah. status. Uh, and I, for people who know me, I went from being an extrovert to a big time introvert. And it goes to show you, like for my birthday, I don't want to be around anybody because what happens when you're around people? Give, give the audience time to think about it. You are exposing yourself to People who can piss you off and yeah, and annoy you. So but I like, don't want anyone to ruin my birthday. And, and mine is... You open yourself up to fun chance I get it. and fun things that happen because I don't personally get wrapped up into things that happen negatively. No, no, no. I, I understand that. But so let's if I say- have a pube in my water oh, glass, I would it would be funny to me instead of you, you'd throw out your water no, pube. No, I wouldn't. Actually, no, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't do it. I'd floss it. I'd floss with it. Um, no, I, I don't want, I just don't want a negative experience because of someone else. So I would rather stay at home, do nothing. You're trying to manipulate your environment. No, I'm not. You're trying to live in a bubble, a birthday bubble. No, I truly am not, but I don't like hanging around with a lot of people. That's why this year my birthday lands on Thanksgiving, in which we'll share it with 70 other people. But not about my birthday. We're talking about It's not about your birthday. You're right. It's about so me. We'll talk about. Give me the attention I so desperately desire. You being thirty-six. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's one thing that you would like to complete when you're thirty-six years old, what would that be? Or do you want to save that for our next? A bucket podcast? list? No. If there's one thing I want to complete when I'm thirty-six, I have to think about this. All right, so think about I think it. I don't want to. I don't want you to answer it right now. You don't have to answer it right now. Okay, well, we'll forget about it by the time the next. Really? Version of, yeah, because we're not going to be the next recording podcast, this next week, probably. But the next we're podcast, out. we will talk about your birthday. Maybe, if I allow it. <laughs> it's exclusive. Yeah. Um, it's probably a good time to tell people that next week we will not have a podcast because we will be traveling. So we will have no computer. Well, we, we, uh, could, we could bring. We could Maybe we will. So we, we uh, might be around. We might not. We'll see. Um. What else did we want to talk about? Oh, that my dad's birthday is today, mm-hmm. along with our forever president, mm. Obama. Forever so in my, my heart. dad definitely has the best birthday buddy. Yeah. I mean, for God's yeah. sake, he had he's a president. So I'd say Nate Nemro does. Who why? <laughs> Who's his if anyone knows Nate and knows his birthday, just look it up and see who he shares it with. Well, you just exposed him and his last name on our podcast that's, that is listened to by millions of people. I know. Nate Nimro, shout out, my guy. I love him. Okay, I will just wait until afterwards to get that information from you. Yes. So today was my dad's birthday. He is 61 years 
old. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look a day over 155. And Ooh. we went to... <laughs> <laughs> Shots everywhere. Good lord. I'm just joking. But he doesn't Speaking listen. of guns. He won't, oh, don't say that. Gosh. But he won't. No, why does it like have to, that. Go, like, why does it huh? have to go to that, Chris? No, I'm saying that's the only gun I like is... That noise? Yes. Okay, so you've just ruined this moment for me. But the... Yep. Chris White. Ruiner of moment moments. Moment ruiner. Uh, we went to a Turkish restaurant, which is, in my opinion... Manassas has a few outstanding restaurants that do not get the love that they deserve. Wow, that is putting some heavy things. I I personally think that this place... No, thank you. I do not want to try anything, Chris. Thank you. Please get that away from me. Um, That the Turkish place, it's called My Cravings with the Z. You have to make reservations. And they lay out the spread of a century... I will post a photo of the spread, maybe, and maybe <laughs> people I don't know. can't wait, maybe, maybe for a spread, maybe. Maybe we're talking about olives. We're talking about more olives. We're talking about cheese. We're talking about auction? almonds. Like, we're talking doing? about walnuts. You already said about, olives. I said more olives because there were more oh, olives. Oh, okay. We're talking about figs. We're talking about dried apricots. We're talking about eggs and apricots. eggs and things and bread and oh, all yeah. other stuff. Your description makes people want to run to go try Ugh, it out. Right? And dark Turkish coffee. And Nay, now we're talking. The that coffee was good. The ambiance is not so great, but the food is really, really good. And it's only $20 per person for the amount of food that you get. It is uh, worth it. It's not my thing. Curly, um, come back here. It's not my thing at all, but well I... I gotta get Curly. Go ahead. He's run back. I get it. Um, if you like, you know, all those things that Lissa listed off. Lissa listed off. Woo. Stuff to say. Uh, you would love it. Oh. And I get it. It's very authentic, which I like the most about it. However, I felt like I was looked at a lot today. Um, I definitely felt like it was, what's the black guy doing in here? Did I'm you get that vibe? S- I know, because there was another one over across the way. No, he was not black. <laughs> Do not get that twisted. He I think was, he was. I think he was from Africa, uh-huh. but I don't think oh, we he was can't an get African-American. Into, we can't get into Chris's <laughs> distinction between black people and African people. Uh, that's a whole podcast. That's a, we don't even want to get into that. That's a whole podcast. It's unnecessary, and that's all. I'm that's not the only person who feels this way. No. <laughs> we can't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway... So this place, the Ethiopian place that we recently yeah, uh, ate at, and then the taco, halal taco place in the mall, mm. every fucking year, Prince William County slash Manassas puts out some yearly best of. Which is clearly by... Best Mexican is not even a goddamn Mexican restaurant. It's yep. some bullshit thing owned by... Uh, a, a person who is not of Mexican descent, which doesn't mean that you can't no, good, have good Mexican. No, it doesn't mean that at all. But in this case, it does because they're not authentic Mexican. Yeah. And then other... Um, it's let's like let's face it. Hold up. Let's face it. This list is made for a certain group of people. And it's for a certain group of people who, if you really wanted authentic, let's just say, uh, Hispanic food, uh, you wouldn't go to Taco Bell because that's not what we're talking about here. But you're going to this list is for people who are safe. Try to be so safe. You know who I'm talking about. Um, I know who you're talking about, and I will. And that's who it's for. I I will go one step further and say this list said best family restaurant. Would yeah. you like to guess which restaurant that was? Family restaurant? Mm-hmm. Sure, Golden Corral. McDonald's. <laughs> family? Yes. So not just like one McDonald's, like, like any give of me them. IHOP. You sure. could have given me IHOP best, because at least you're sitting like down more so. Brunch IHOP. That's this fair. list also had best place to buy men's clothes and women's clothes, and the survey results were Ross Dress for Less. And now I enjoy Ross Dress for Less, but you have got to be kidding me. That's Manassas has better clothing stores than like i said for god's sake just put down macy's we have a macy's like target we have we have a target it's so basic and so stupid old navy is literally better than ross like i would disagree with oh that's but you're you're marshall's is better than ross 
But nonetheless, um, these places are not heralded. Yeah. And the they list will is a never joke. be heralded yeah, because people would 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 say the best Middle Eastern place is like um, I don't even know if there is even one in this area that's like a chain. It wouldn't exist. They would leave it blank. Because no, they would say Taco Bell because they're so <laughs> ignorant they don't know what's going on. They wouldn't know that that's not Middle Eastern. They just see it's brown, so they go with that. Uh, yeah, the list is crap. But we do have some really good, authentic places in the area. And they don't get the love because they don't have the marketing machine behind them. But they're good. They're excellent. And it just goes to show you, like, wherever you're living, search. Look for, you know, off-the-beaten-path places because you can find some gold. Shoes. And... I'm still looking for my local pub, though. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Still looking for my local pub, though. Don't know if I'm going to find it because... I don't know. We've talked about this before on a previous podcast, but my idea of a local pub is really like an English pub. I want a bar, dim lit, strong drinks, good drinks, uh, not a lot of people. You want to have a regular who's like 90 years old sitting at the bar. Yeah, but if he's not there, it's okay because he probably died and there'll be another old person that'll be there shortly. But there will be a plaque on the bar that says this is this was where Spinny sat. Spinny? Smitty. Schmitty. Say okay. Smitty smat. City. Schmitty sat. Smitty sat. Schmitty sat. Schmitty sat. No. Schmitty sat. Schmitty sat. Schmitty sat. Smitty sat. Schmitty sat. Anyway, yes, it's hard to find that place. It's funny because in our town... It's really tough to find. The last three or four towns we've gone to, they're on every corner. No problem. Every corner, there's like a local, quote unquote, pub where you can just go. You can get some good bar grub if you want, or you can get a really strong drink. Again, dim lit. I don't want bright lights. I mean, for God's sake, I'm thinking about my grandma who lives in. Hell yeah, that would be Tarentum, perfect down there. Yeah. And there is a Slovak uh, bar, like. Like, but that just shows yep. you, like, those types of little yep. hole-in-the-wall places existed. This was more yeah, I don't because care. of the uh, uh, the the people who are coming to that area really identified with the location I want from to which be, it came. Yes. I want to be smacked in the face with smoke the moment I open the door. Well, that's illegal. I know, I know. So that won't <laughs> But happen. that's what I'm thinking of. I want something like that. And right now in our current town, I have... Not found it, and that's a goal. So I'm, I'm still looking. We'll see what happens here, but uh, I'm done. I, I've got nothing else, and we have taken up way too much time for our listeners. What to... is the point of taking up time if it is not too much? I know, it's a, it's a dilemma. We, it's so we deep, should I just be don't putting. Know what to say. We should be taking up time. We should be taking up space. We should be taking up causes we we should should, be taking up so that means we should be turning the noise up we should be turning it up but only in the comfort of our own home i'm just joking (laughs) yeah uh that's enough time for everybody uh as a reminder if you want to reach out to your representatives representatives you can text resist to five zero four zero nine and you can choose who you want to reach out to house senate house senate president now governor at least in virginia your delegate so it knows your information because you add it and then it allows you to immediately communicate with those individuals you. Yeah. yeah which is easy i've mentioned before that sometimes um like i'll see a family member who reminds me to reach out to my representative and representatives and ask hey what are you doing about the white supremacy issue so you know, any any opportunity could inspire you to think about a cause that you care about. <laughs> <laughs> nice subtle jab at your family members. That's that's great. They're extended. Mm. Um, this is the time, since we're kind of wrapping it up here, uh, next week, something we didn't talk about is the our annual family reunion, mm-hmm. my mom's side anyway. Uh, and so... For those who aren't really uh, into the black culture, uh, family reunions are a big deal. Um, if you want to hear some really cool stories, you got to look back at some of the history 
behind family reunions. Um, but it's a really big deal. And my parents, along with the people who are involved, put a lot of work into it. And it's next weekend, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, a lot of my family uh, next weekend. And that's that. So if you get a chance to go to a family reunion, provided that your family is not racist, go to it. That's all. That's cool. That's yeah. a really inspiring message. Hey, you know. That's it. All right. All right. Have uh, a wonderful week. Have a wonderful night. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. All right. Uh, that rhymed too. We may or may not have a podcast next week, but we will be talking to you soon. So see you later. <laughs> and Optimus says see you too. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.